Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Oh, Oh, si, senor. It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Hey, y'all. On Wednesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Mm, tough to do better than Volodymyr Zelensky making the rounds in the United States, United Nations, etc. this week. Yeah, I just heard a clip of him saying yesterday at the U.N. If you believe you can trust... Putin's promises, ask Brzezinski. Ask who? Who now? The chef, the guy with the sledgehammer. How do you say his name? Oh, uh, Prigozhin. There you go. Yeah. His name flitted out of my head. He said, if you believe you can trust Russia's promises, ask Prigozhin. That's that's a good one. Big finish now. Here we go. Come on. Kill it. Kill it. finish there that band teacher does not deserve to be tased by the police like the clip i just heard of the high school band teacher being tased by the police have you seen that one missed that one well, were, were, were his horns out of tune or something like that we'll have to get to that story coming up cops one of those, were the cops out of line or not got another great story mm-hmm. of cops somewhere ohio i think it was being incredibly incredibly out of line we have to do that story just so you can see how far off track people can get sometimes man couple of cops killed in recent days, too, executed by uh, brutal assassins. So, you know, it goes both ways. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Of course, so many things do in humankind. Hey, uh, and on that theme, allow me to interject briefly. Uh, We brought up Zelensky and Ukraine support, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Everybody knows that story, uh, and it's an incredibly important and compelling one. I just happen to be going through uh, email 
for mailbag, among other things. And there is some level of disagreement about what uh, U.S. policy in Ukraine ought to be, as everybody knows. Uh, likewise, there are disagreements on a couple of other topics. Uh, Trump, uh, the 2020 election, people are still arguing about for the love of all heaven. Um, but here's the thing. And, and the vast majority of the time, the tone is, hey, I think you guys are off on this one, but, you know, I appreciate the show and uh, just keep this in mind, blah, blah, blah. There is room for disagreement and debate on the right, which I'm so proud of. You've got to be in lockstep on everything from open borders to trans 11-year-olds to a vast welfare state to just every single thing on the left, or you'll be drummed out and called a hater and a racist and a, a brute and a fascist. So here's here's the open debate. Yeah, I've brought this up before, and if you all can help me out, that'd be fantastic. So I listen to a bunch of different conservative podcasts and also watch some cable news shows where they have... Uh, conservatives or Republicans on the show or the panel that disagree completely on different issues. I never see that. Like on CNN with their panel of eight different Democrats, I never see one of them that is in completely disagreement, in complete disagreement or podcast. If you can point me in the direction of one, I would love to have a regular go-to show of people on the left, podcast or uh, cable news show or something where they disagree sometimes, because otherwise the shows are boring and I don't learn anything. But I never hear that. On If you watch Fox, most of their shows will have a Democrat on there that, or, or sometimes just a Republican with a different point of view. No, I don't think we should fund Ukraine, or no, I don't like this, or whatever. And they, they argue, but I never, ever, ever, not once do I remember anybody on a panel on a, a show on CNN or something like that. No, I think, uh, I think abortion is uh, murder. Never, ever. <laughs> right, right. And if I might point out, and this is overly broad, but I think it's mostly accurate, conservatives are in large measure about individualism, individual responsibility, whereas uh, people on the left are generally about collectivism. Hmm. Um, and so it's. That's it? Well, I think that's a major element in it, yeah. Uh, for a conservative to say, hey, we're on the same team, but I disagree, that, that's part of conservatism. That's part of our whole philosophy that, yeah, we band together for certain purposes, um, but we don't want centralized power. And likewise, we don't want centralized opinion making. Anyway, if you know a podcast or show of uh, people on the left who uh, regularly have wide opinions, uh, hit us on the text line 415-295-KFTC because I don't know of it and I would like it. Yeah, this this whole argument about Ukraine, for instance, is going to be interesting. Kevin McCarthy was asked yesterday and wouldn't commit to more funding, whereas Mitch McConnell is much more in line with Joe Biden. And then in terms of uh, where Republicans are, the New York Post editorial board I saw last night on Joe Biden's speech at the U.N. said Joe Biden got it 100 percent right. They're on board entirely with the fund them as long as we can. This is one of the biggest problems facing the world. New York Post is, you know, the same outlet that's. Uh, going after Hunter Biden harder than anybody in America. The Biden crime family. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We should start the show officially because that'll start a little conversation, our opening clip. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Wednesday, September 20th. Man, we're coming up on fall tomorrow. The year 2023, we are Armstrong and Getty taking up arms against a sea of troubles. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
All right, then, let's begin officially. According to FCC rules and regulations, the show starts at Mark. I've heard young leaders talk with me about a, a term they've coined called climate anxiety, right? Which is yeah. fear of, of, of the future and the unknown, of whether it makes sense for you to even think about having children, whether it makes sense for you to think about aspiring to buy a home, because yep. what will this climate be? She's that. College speaking tour and running into young people who are suffering from what they call climate anxiety, and that's why they can't get married and have kids and move out of their parents' basement. <laughs> there is another broad description of the right and left. Right. I think. Oh, God, that tone of voice. Before I even get to my cerebral point, can we all agree? Her voice is just impossible to take. Right? That's that's misogyny because you don't like a strong woman, particularly particularly a strong woman of color. I'd like a strong woman of color to walk up to her and tell her you're a bad vice president. Um. Anyway, I I think this is broadly true. People on the left, you saw this, and part of it was uh, Trump derangement syndrome, but you saw it during COVID. People on the left like being afraid because they can turn to each other and do that whole collectivist thing. Whereas people on the right would just as soon say, I'm good. I can handle this. We could, uh, Are you good? I'll help you if you need it, but you seem to be doing fine. They have climate anxiety. Right? Right. So I just I want to know how how true is that? I mean, you are if you're a if you're a 20 year old today, you have been told in every class you've ever taken from kindergarten that that's the biggest threat to mankind. And they work it into every class, whether it's math or band. Um, right. So I could see how you'd end up in a position where you'd think it was a big deal and you look around you and say adults don't seem to be reacting to this the way it, the crisis that is. So maybe you do have climate anxiety. That's pretty sad. Oh, if you're I not, don't doubt it. If you're not having kids or getting married because of climate anxiety, holy crap. And again, I roughly think about it never. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, People tend to hang around others like themselves. So I do know one guy that brings up climate change Every time I talk to him, every time and has for how long have I known him? 15 years. Wow. Uh, and that's just that's just his thing. Wow. And I just wonder, does he represent a big chunk of America that I just don't brush up against that often? Just every conversation ends up being by it getting worse, isn't it? What's getting worse? The climate change. You see that thing the other day about then? Oh, this again. Uh, they had an inch of rain in Boston. All right. Wow. Wow. Here's another broad generalization for you, as uh, as that appears to be my theme today. <laughs> um, look at a an issue, and and who's advocating for what, and note how many times the big left issues call for more centralized power. Climate change, for instance. Uh, the UN is cooking hard, fast, with, with hot grease toward their whole, uh, their 17 grand goals. Better thing. not be a gas stove they're cooking with. Right. Uh, right. I hope they're uh, cooking on an electric stove for that. But the UN is working with the left in many countries on centralizing the power over energy. The energy sector, climate decisions, etc. It's all about centralizing power. Well, that's what I wondered. So Zelensky brought up climate change yesterday, and I thought, so are you concerned with all the things you see every day and deal with? And I saw you on 60 Minutes. You think about climate change, or did he just think, 
these people, if I if I if I act like I'm on board with climate change, I'm more likely to get help. Is that what he was thinking? I think it's worth reminding yourself that the best and brightest in other countries are probably as bright as our best and brightest, or damn near. Um, and yeah, so he's he's asking his advisors, all right, what levels do what levers do I pull to increase support? among this faction in the developed democracy. I mean, he wants, well, you know, in fact, the more I think about it, uh, my own point, it makes more sense. He wants to be in the EU. He wants to be in NATO. You know how you get into the sure. EU? You, you act like climate change is the biggest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, you do the EU dance. Sure, of course. <laughs> this is the EU dance. Like that's, a, that's one of, uh, generally, you're wearing clogs, but yeah, right. Right. <laughs> God, Michael, Michael, I love that as much as I hate it. <laughs> Young people today are coming up and talk to me about climate anxiety, and that's why they can't have children and buy a house. You people are psychos. What's the matter with you? <laughs> you people are psychos. God, you'd have you'd you'd have crumbled like a house of cards during like not even the scary parts of our history. Like in 1992, you were terrified. What's the matter with you? Yes. Get a spine. Yes, Michael. I was going to start a family, but I don't like the looks of those clouds. <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> that's right we were gonna have three kids and upend my entire lifestyle and everything i do with the future of my days on earth but man did you see that rain in pittsburgh yesterday i don't think i'd better there are the wildfire in mesopotamia there's no right. way we can have another child honey oh my god how does jack that- the time for us to take a break to get to mailbag is the time that we do it every day. And that <laughs> time is now. Right? Oh, right? boy. That is next to here. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> the Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A lot of people are wondering how it took 24 hours to find the most sophisticated airplane in the world, our F-35, that we lost in America. You wouldn't think you could lose a $100 million plane in the United States for a full day, but we did. Not for long. No, <laughs> no. A troubling story. There's been a great deal of specula- speculation about it as well, so uh, stay tuned for that. Also, a subtle but significant change in the tone of our ancient bumbling leader in his speech to the U.N., um, yeah, worth uh, talking about. So all sorts of good stuff to do. But first, a freedom-loving quote of the day. Wrapping up, at least for now, our series from Samuel Adams, one of the most important ideological founding fathers. He who is void of virtuous attachments in private life is, or very soon will be, void of all regard for his country. There is seldom an instance of a man guilty of betraying his country who had not before lost the feeling of moral obligations in his private connections. That's, that's a topic we've discussed in various ways through the years. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, and it fits in with uh, well, all kinds of different things. How you dress on the Senate floor, church going or not, morality, all kinds of different things. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would suggest that with very few exceptions, if you show no fidelity to the people you do business with, no fidelity to the people you're married with, you're not going to show fidelity to the country. But that's uh, my opinion, and I'm entitled to it, damn it. You familiar with the First Amendment? A lot of Americans aren't. We'll get to that as well. Stay with us. Mailbag. Hey. Drop us a note, would you? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. You know, if, you, if you'd be willing to take a second, just uh, tell us where you're listening from. Be curious to uh, hear from you. Anyway, uh, so many great emails, including uh, from Aspen in Soddy Daisy, Tennessee. What a great name. Soddy Daisy. Guys, you have to run to, I'm sorry, you have to add to your running list of states with both, both bears and alligators. No, Tennessee doesn't have alligators. Well, she's not claiming they have alligators. All right. North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. I saw an alligator and two black bears on the same day in the same park in North Carolina, actually in the aptly named Alligator River National Wildlife Refuge. So there you go. I think we're now up to at least eight states with both alligators and bears. Glad to contribute to the least helpful listicle ever. Least helpful? You're in one of these eight states? Aspen? Death stalks you with every step. Bears and alligators. You got, you know, you got an alligator rushing up to try to grab you by the leg. A bear drops out of you from above from a tree. God help you if you're in one of those states. I lived in Tennessee as a child. Did not see any alligators there, but I was just thinking I was Tennessee when Tennessee wasn't cool. We were there uh, just because not fleeing (laughs) disorder in California or something like that. Surrounded by people from Los Angeles back then. Right, right. Speaking of geographical locations, just uh, love this one. I'm going to keep him anonymous, Al Anonymous from Concord, California, originally. Love your show. I've been in China for a couple of months. Every day I listen to your show on a Bluetooth speaker on my bike to and from work. Wow. I ride fast with the volume pretty high so I can hear it over the wind and background noise as I weave through the mob of electric scooters. 
Uh, they're all Chinese, of course. Safe to assume they speak very li- little English, if at all. However, I get a little nervous with a lot of your talk about China and how this screwed up their government is. I agree with all of it. Don't get me wrong. But do you think you could tone it down just a bit for the next couple of weeks? I'm almost out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, uh, Al. We'll try to keep it cool for you. That's and then funny. He, they might actually have some sort of listening devices that would pick up us bad-mouthing China and ascribe it to him. Certainly possible. And then he answers the question, indeed, I had. Why don't you just use headphones? He said, I lost my AirPods on the flight over. They cost $350 here. I can get them at home for 200 Figure that one out. They're made in China. I'm cheap, but most of all, that just pisses me off. They're made right over there, but because they go there and then come back here. Eh, huh, interesting. They cost, well, they... <laughs> The cost comes down $150 when you ship it halfway across the globe. Mm. No comprende, as they would say in China. Uh, And this uh, uh, anonymous beer drinker writes, I graduated from high school in 2018. Many of my friends have used the community college uh, out bumming off their parents. They gripe about low wages, being a working student, not finding a degree or a job with their, for their degree. Ha ha. Well, buddy, that was six years ago. I chose the trades. No debt. Paycheck and 401k starting at 18. Wow. Yeah. That is an option for you and your child. Unless you're embarrassed by that option, which we could talk about that later. Um, much on the way. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Subscribe to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Investigators gathering crucial new clues in the mystery crash of that $100 million fighter jet that was missing for more than 24 hours. Malfunction in the jet 
prompted the pilot to eject just one mile north of the base near the Charleston International Airport, parachuting into the backyard of a home. He had no major injuries, but the F-35 then continued to fly north for another 60 miles. Honey, what's that in the backyard? Uh, looks like one of the most highly trained military men in the world with a parachute. Oh, okay. Excuse me, folks. I'm a Marine pilot. I uh, could use a ride back to the base. My plane is heading in that direction. Now, I know all of our fancy equipment, I got to believe, especially these F-35s, are designed for us to be able to recover them quickly as possible if we ever have to because they have so much a proprietary, nobody in the world knows what it is, tech on it. We don't want the Chinese or Iranians or Russians to get a hold of this stuff, so we need to be able to recover We can't recover it in our own country? We can't find it for 24 hours? How are you going to find it in the, the, the Sea of Japan? Well, it's a stealth plane. It's supposed to be hard to track. It works. You see? All right. <laughs> you know what's interesting to me, and and I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, taking rabbit punches at anybody, but... The number of folks online, even our listeners, who are like, uh, this is unfair. I was about to use my Dale Gribble from King of the Hill voice. Um, <laughs> helicopters, but, uh, Hank. Government helicopters. <laughs> well, You guys answer me this. Why would the pilot eject if it was on autopilot? And I'm like, you know what? You and I know the same amount about the piloting of F-35s, their autopilots, and why you might want to eject. Nothing. Nothing. You don't know enough to ask the question in that tone of voice, and I sure as heck don't know enough to answer it. Maybe the thing was on fire. Maybe his entire instrument panel went blank. I don't know. And neither do you. But what is... Is there an end to this conspiracy? Like, is it leading somewhere? Suggesting it's leading somewhere? Yeah, I I heard various uh, uh, various scenarios of what sort of dishonesty was going on, but I don't recall by specifically. The it all seems so the, silly. By the government or by the pilot, or I don't even follow this. Uh, by the government. And what were they trying to do? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't freaking know, and it doesn't matter. Uh, dollar in the swear jar. Um, <laughs> it's it's that personality type. Damn son of a. <laughs> That sees a big, strong guy swing a bat at a baseball, and the baseball flies into the stands, and they say, oh, see, so you expect me to believe it was just the bat that hit that ball into the stands. You're a fool if you believe that. That's what All they right. wanted you to think, Hank. <laughs> right? Some things, right? <laughs> Some things are precisely what they seem to be. Not everything, uh, but some things are. Well, I would almost prefer it was some sort of carefully orchestrated, complicated scenario rather than the most expensive plane on Earth that we're counting on to save us from China someday. Something went wrong and we couldn't find it for a whole day in our country? That ain't good. Can the Commandant of the Marines just come on the cable news and say, hey, um... If one of our planes flew low over your house, can you give us a call and tell us your address? And we'll kind of put a map together and try to figure out where it went. <laughs> Pilot actually landed in someone's backyard. Wow. Yeah. Well, and, and thank God he's okay. And, and that system works fine. Uh, and, and I'm sure we'll have an idea why the thing went uh, haywire soon enough. Yeah. Had a parachute just land out on our field in the farm once. It landed out there. And he ran as fast as he could and hopped over the fence. 
Was he afraid you'd, you'd shotgun him or something for being on your land? I had a beat on him. But um, uh, <laughs> you don't know who they are. Well, right. Sure. Chinese sure. spies. Could be. I don't know what intelligence they plan to gather from you, but it could be. Speaking of gathering intelligence, this is exciting. Merrick Garland will be in front of House, uh, the House Oversight Committee, I think. Um, House Judiciary Committee today uh, for a routine oversight hearing that in years past would generally center on uh, crime, law enforcement, policy, civil rights, uh, that sort of thing. But uh, it's going to be spicy today. As the Republicans, what? Not. He's not going to answer a single question. Now, Jim Jordan will have some amazing speeches, I think, probably, and I'll probably agree with every word of them. But Merrick Garland is going to say for every single question, that's an ongoing investigation, and I can't comment. Well, and he'll add on this. Apparently, I am not the president's lawyer. I will also add that I'm not Congress's prosecutor. The Justice Department works for the American people. I wish it was going to be, but when's the last time one of these hearings ever turned out to be what you'd hoped it would be? Hey, before we get to that, uh, the Justice Department works for the American people. Well, damn, if only the American people had representatives, that's a hint, (laughs) who could ask questions about the Justice Department that works for them. What a load of crap! I think this one could be pretty interesting in that it reminds me of the whole James Comey briefed the president on the Steele dossier so he could leak to the press that the president had been briefed on Steele dossier, making it news. Uh, I think if you have a congressperson, chairman of the committee, saying, what happened with the Hunter Biden plea deal? Why was that so incredibly generous? And Merrick Garland giving a non-answer, that is significant. Uh, yeah, well, it'll be a lot of non-answers. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Nobody's... But it's a first step. Um, Later in the show, I want to get to how the very town that uh, we broadcast from has suffered from a UCIC, according to one prosecutor. A UCIC. Do I, I get to guess? I'm reading from the New York Times about Sacramento, California, in which they say, the city of Sacramento was sued on Tuesday by the top prosecutor of the surrounding county who said that California's capital had suffered an utter collapse into chaos. That's a UCIC, wow. people. A UKIC. A, an utter collapse into chaos. I would say that's fairly accurate. Why don't we ask the folks in the tent city across the street? Perhaps they'll have an opinion. The tent city that that wasn't there for the first 25 years of the show. You know what? I got to walk out of the building during a commercial break, take a picture, then link the New York Times story with that picture and say, yep, looks like another collapse into chaos to me. Let me know if that guy's still warming his canned tuna in the sun, which seems really unwise. So you're worried about his diet is your main concern. (laughs) Well, yeah, Uh, his food storage is terrible. One of our campers outside the radio station. So uh, back to the uh, the Merrick Garland thing, and I do absolutely want to hear everything uh, that prosecutor said about the UKIC. Um, uh, the New York Times coverage, as written by the, I want, I want to make sure I'm going to pick on the right idiot. Yeah, it's idiot Glenn Thrush, who is just such a lying little weasel. Wow. And I'm sorry to, wow. I'm sorry to resort to personal invective. Man, I'd but, say Ed Hominin. 
Yeah, but this his his weaselly weaselly oh. story is just so weak because every sentence is littered with sentence sentences like um uh these days the House Judiciary Committee is a forum for lawmakers to air their grievances and to bolster an impeachment inquiry against the president grounded thus far in inconclusive evidence. And he uses phrases like that over and over again. That's lack of definitive evidence. That's what a freaking investigation is. At the point it's definitive, you take it to trial. How do you all... Are these people just... And you ask this question all the time. Do they know what they're saying makes no logical sense? Or are they... They're fine. They're just advocating a particular little point of view. I don't know. inconclusive evidence if it was conclusive we'd be done you jackass we'd already be on to the the senate part of an impeachment if it was conclusive and uh yeah definitive yeah yeah and again this entire story is littered with the uh the talking point that the white house sent out the other day there's inconclusive there's no direct evidence there are no bank deposits directly to joseph r biden that are uh uh noted from chinese oligarchs So uh, why are we having this inquiry? I don't understand. (sighs) Um, What time is it? Look at the clock. 44 past the hour, Jack. Traffic and weather together on the force. I used to have a clock here. What happened to that clock? You have any idea what happened to that clock, Michael? That was a fine clock right there. Yeah, no idea. Budgets are tight. Had a uh, garage sale over the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) If I hadn't. Chained the, the chair to the console with my own padlock, I'd be standing. <laughs> or I'm, or I'm going to go out in that camper out in the parking lot now has my clock sitting out in front yeah. of me. <laughs> he can track, keep track of what time it is so he can watch uh, the view while he's sitting there in his chair. Well, and interestingly, he powers the clock with energy created from the fermentation of the tuna in those cans. <laughs> it's a technique he learned in science class as a high schooler. Oh, my God. We have a bunch of stuff to get to, and it's all good today. Uh, really? So, so that's very, very cool. NFL's going again. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is keeping you in on the action. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Unbelievable. Plus, all customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign in with the code Armstrong and Getty. I should say sign up. Armstrong and Getty. Spell it out. That's the code Armstrong and Getty only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, and Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply armstrong and getty the big take from bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world western nations like the u.s and europe mexico will likely have its first female president and then you have china and help you understand what's happening what it means and why it matters he'll get his yo-yos to europe in time 
But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. My lack of imagination. We got several texts about fears around that F-35, why the pilot had to eject, why it was so hard to find, in that it was hacked by somebody. And that is something the military wouldn't and shouldn't tell us. But that would be the worst-case scenario. If so- That'd be a nightmare. If somebody hacked in, in, into it in a way that you know took control over it and we couldn't find it. Oh, my God. You'd think anybody that had that ability wouldn't... Well, who knows? Who knows? You'd want to test it. Coming up, Hour 2, some new polling on Joe Biden's age that is extraordinary. What is the social trend that's killing more people than fentanyl? You've probably seen it on a cover of Prominent Magazine. Stay with us. All sorts of good stuff. But first, who's reporting what? It's the lead story with Katie Green. Katie? From the Washington Times, DHS is separating migrant parents from their children in Border Patrol facilities. Now, that's an old headline from when Trump was president, because only evil Trump would do that sort of thing. Mm. He's putting children in cages. Uh. Did you know, friends, the number of border crossings has surged in the past two months? We're back to setting all-time records. Yeah, we got more on that coming up uh, later in the show. But, yeah, some reporting that yesterday, this weekend, is one of the worst weekends ever at the border. Mainstream media not interested. It's almost kind of cute that we continue to call it the border because it's not easy to say. In what sense is it really a border? It's like referring to my current eating habits as my diet. In what sense is it still a diet? From the New York Times, Ukraine has gained ground, but it has much further to go. Yeah, slowly and painstakingly, for sure. But they are gaining some ground. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, but in a war of attrition, the big Uh, guy wins. Right, right. From the New York Post, Biden admin tried to censor a Stanford doctor, even pressuring him to delete his Facebook page. Then he triumphed in court. Good. That whole unholy 
Yeah, we're not allowed to censor, but we can farm it out. <laughs> it's been called out over and over again, and I'm glad for it. From the Wall Street Journal, America's biggest landlords can't find houses to buy either. Higher rates and yeah, fewer properties for sales have slowed Wall Street's buying trend. They had another really interesting real estate story about China, and that's a huge part of their economy. Their occupancy rate of commercial properties in China is is stupid low, and they have waves of soon-to-be-empty commercial buildings uh, just about to be finished. Oh. Central planning, folks, never, ever works. Works for a little while, but not for long. And I can't find a place to live. I should move to China. Location, 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 though. Not very handy for you, my commute. You could get like 30,000 square feet in some, you know, 50th story office suite. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. From Fox News, police find female designers stolen clothes in ex-Biden official Sam Brinton's home and return them. Oh, that's the whole him stealing the luggage thing? They just served the search warrant and got her stuff back. Wow. That was a weird story. What takes so long with that stuff? I just told you where my stuff is. Please, use the uh, a long arm of the law to get it for me. They stole it. From MSNBC, the Mar-a-Lago case could be hilarious if it weren't for one thing. What's the one thing? They're saying Trump's lack of regard for protecting classified information oh, okay. should be disqualifying. Okay. Wow, MSNBC coming out against the Trump candidacy. Interesting. Stay with us. <laughs> <laughs> from Radar Online, from mayor to moneyless, Rudy Giuliani is going broke and in a world of trouble after legal woes. Boy, the, the biography of him, of his whole arc, is going to be something when it's over. Yeah, the New York Times had a graph of his approval ratings uh, through the, the decades, I guess, from you know his early days as mayor of New York to post-9-11, when he was one of the most popular and well-regarded humans in the United States, to now. And I would love to see the, the, uh, the graph of O.J.'s popularity, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Wow, uh, a comparison. Who who is the more notable drop? Well, and pre pre mayor Rudy was the big bring down the mob guy that introduced Rico to the world and everything. I mean, so he was he was he was hugely famous for that. I mean, his Damn. story his story arc is amazing. Yeah, and- it reminds me of the story arc of Frogman, the O.J. Simpson classic, a, a, a classic of cinema. I'm just saying. Wow. <laughs> And finally, from the Babylon Bee, aging senators show up to work in their hospital gowns after dress code relaxed. <laughs> I like it. Wow, I like it's it. Several shots in one. <laughs> yes. So yesterday, toward the end of the show, I was complaining about cheap, crappy. Uh, well, they're not cheap. They're kind of expensive, but crappy vacuum cleaners made in China with cheap, flimsy plastic parts. And we got a whole bunch of different texts about that. But um. One of the things that a number of people have pointed out, and I've had this experience with, like, tools and stuff. Every, buy everything that's commercial-grade. Uh, commercial-grade stuff, which is more expensive. Although it's not expensive if you look at it over, you know, the arc of history, to keep using that word. Like I was talking about yesterday, our, our parents used to consider it a pretty expensive thing to go out and buy a vacuum cleaner or a washing machine or whatever. But you bought mm-hmm. a good one, and it lasted a long time. Now we expect everything to be so cheap, and it is cheap, but it's worthless. It doesn't last very long. 
I think one of the principles we've lost as consumers, because you know, and the market has responded to what we asked for, yep. but we've yep. lost we've lost the uh, the sense of the difference between price and value. Yeah, you're right, and I, I know the the line got crossed for me, and I remember talking about this on the air, geez, 25 years ago, whenever it was. Bought a, uh, a, a CD player, maybe it was a CD player. God, how long ago would that have had to have been? But it was I got it home and it was only like forty five dollars at Walmart. But it was made of plastic so thin it was like toilet paper. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. And the little door that opens up broke right away. Yeah. It's like this could not be crappier. So that money, I might as well have just burnt it. Yeah, you could have broken it in half like a circus strongman, probably. <laughs> right. Uh, right. So very low price and very low value. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got we get sucked into that somehow. Anyway, commercial grade. Okay, thanks for the tip. That's what I'll look for. Yeah, coming up, the social trend, very, very hot, especially on the left. It's killing more people than fentanyl. Plus, the story from the border, I know, I know. You're like, yeah, I, I realize a lot of people are coming over. It's crazy. It would be it would be the lead story in every publication in America if they were going to be honest. Remember when KJP was talking about the vitality of President Biden, how she could barely keep up with him? Well, that's not the way we all see it, apparently, according to a new poll. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.